0: Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal.
1: Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. You made it past a Monday. You made it past the last Monday in February. It's literally... Only going to get better from here. February 26, 2024. Hope everyone's doing fine out there. It's Bachelor Rush Hour, baby. I got all your entertainment news in one place. Some updates from Taylor Taylor Swift's camp. We got Bachelor previews. uh, Some late-breaking court Uh, audio to share with you, and some other fun content. So I don't think anyone's doing it more up-to-date than we are. We're literally giving you the news as soon as it breaks. As soon as Britney Spears farts, it's in the podcast folks you can't get more up to date than this let's do this we'll start with a preview for tonight's episode of the bachelor he's down to his final six women this is a preview it's on at eight seven central tonight i will be live about 45 minutes before tonight's episode you can catch me at 7 p.m east coast 6 p.m central and so forth have a listen to the preview of tonight's episode of the bachelor I have six women that I can't envision a future with each and every
0: one of them. But my biggest fear is someone not choosing me.
1: I can see us being so great together, but am I there yet? No.
0: I have doubt. Am I just investing in these women that don't see it with me? I don't like that I can't say he's mine. So is this it? Because it feels like it might be.
1: Coming up tonight on... The Bachelor. How's my I think my uh, I think my voiceover is pretty good. Coming up tonight on The Bachelor. All right, folks, that's I uh, you will be catching me watching this. It is one of the most talked about seasons of The Bachelor since Peter Weber did you know what with You Know Whom. All right. There's also some other speculation going on in the world of Bachelor. Again, I'm not here to inflame any rumors, but those that are already out there will discuss that Victoria um, Fuller in gray grippo have not been posting on each other's page. It must be exhausting. I mean, I don't know. The last time I posted about my wife on my page, but then again, you know, we're married and a baby's on the way. If that isn't commitment, I don't know what is. I'm literally growing a baby via my wife's womb. Now you might say, "Oh, Dave, she is the one growing the baby." No, I'm the one cooking the food. I'm providing the food. She No, of course. I'm kidding. She's the one doing all the heavy lifting. But if you watch my podcast my uh, vlog over the weekend, you might know that um, my in-laws, the, uh, the lovely in-laws, have brought a van load of furniture to our house. Uh, see how it works is I spent the last month getting my garage perfectly set up to be a home workout gym. And then we backed a uh, Penske truck full of furniture. No, I'm just kidding. It's good furniture. It's very nice actually to see some of the furniture was from like when my wife lived in New York. So she's gonna have a fun time going through the crates of content she has, of course, uh, avoided to deal with for the last ten or so years. You know how that is, right? You got that one box at your parents' house, and your mom's always like, "Dave, will you go into the attic and find out what you need?" And it's like, "Mom, I need it all. I just don't want to address it ever." But I I can't get rid of it that's the life. We all need or we need, all need Marie Kondo in our life to tell us, does this provide you joy or not? And it's like, I don't know if it provides me joy. It's a trophy I won in third grade. I've been trying to ride that high ever since. I, why can't I feel as happy as I did when I won best sportsman in my little league? Why? Can somebody help me out? All right. Well, speaking of feeling happy, you know who's happy out there? Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots. He just wishes that Taylor Swift chose his tight end, Rob Kraft. not Travis Kelsey. Have a listen.
0: Taylor, her first stadium concert was on my birthday in 2010, June 5th. We convinced her and her family that she could sell out a stadium. So when she came to view the Chiefs play the Patriots this year at Gillette, I gave her a framed ticket. From that concert, June 5th, 2010. Think about it, she was like 18, uh, 19, and she's done pretty well since. <laughs> uh,
1: except may- maybe she should have been dating Gronk.
0: He's, he's better looking.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love a New England accent. Maybe she should have been dating Gronk. He's better looking. Oh, Bob Kraft. And by the way, he gave this speech what appears to be at, like a a 7-Eleven. Or no, maybe he's in a card shop. He was. uh, And again, hey, he's right. He was the first sold-out stadium Taylor Swift ever did. If we could only get my New England Patriots to be as successful again as Taylor Swift is now. Now, I'm not going to complain. We've had a run of a time. It's just, you know, it's been a couple of years. Can somebody get Tom Brady there to uh, maybe, um, I don't know, get his arm loose and come join us for one more hurrah? Come on, Tommy, let's do it. Get out there. All right. In other news, we've got more Taylor Swift content. Oh, you got to love this. I'm sorry. TMZ is putting together this like docu-series where Dr. Phil uh, gives advice, <laughs> to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. You gotta love it. Here is why this relationship works when her others didn't. Have a listen.
0: Success, and you've got two successful people here. Both of them are happy, both of them are achievers, and they seem really happy for each other's success. There seems to be no envy, no jealousy, and they're both just cheerleaders for the other one. He probably doesn't know anything about the music industry and has no thoughts on it. When you're in the industry, then I could easily see her dating somebody or being asked questions. What do you think about this? What do you think about that person? You know, will this song work? When you're dating somebody outside your industry, it's like, go for it, babe. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I support you.
1: They can't immediately relate because she owns her stages. like very few entertainers ever have and they connected because of their star power that they could relate to each other on a star level he's not as big as she is obviously but in his sport he is and on his stages he is as an entertainer How funny is that? By the way, can you believe... Can you believe the music they put in behind it? They got that dramatic. He can relate to her because he's also an entertainer. And he also has cried teardrops on his guitar. What the hell are they? I love it. I love the over-dramatization of Taylor and Travis and how the media is trying to catch up to the love story that is. I got one more clip from them, both being alphas in their relationship. I'll do you the favor. I'll save it for a little while. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more content right after this. Good friend of the podcast, podcaster Nick Vial, actually had a comment about how President Joe Biden was hitting on his wife, Natalie. I should say his fiancee, Natalie. Let's have a listen to that.
0: Well, say for all the criticism that Joe gets about his um, mental awareness, Mm -hmm. um, I was I was impressed by his. Awareness, right when we met him, and so you go in line, and then they gave Nally and I the option to go as a couple or together. We were like, let's go separately, we, we each wanted a moment, and Nally went first. And um, they're like, and they 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 present you, they're like, next in line is like <laughs> Natalie Joy, you know, yeah. Um, uh, and <laughs> Nally walks up, Joe gives her a look up and down, and goes, Oh, Natalie, uh, <gasps> oh my <laughs> no, no gosh. Way. And she was like, "Hello, Mr. President." Um, <laughs> okay, And then he was like, uh, "You know, he, he was like, I have a granddaughter named Natalie, and she's also beautiful, or whatever." He was very respectful, but I was like, "I think, jo- I think the president's hitting on my girlfriend at the <laughs> you time." You have some we,
2: competition. We, man. Were, we're, we're so en- <laughs> we were
0: We were engaged at the time. I don't. I, don't, I, I love that he here.
2: like went for it and then was like. Oh, but my I've got a granddaughter and it's not <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I'm initial like,
0: reaction. I'm in line. No, I'm like fifteen feet away and I I had to see him go, Oh, Natalie.
2: <laughs> Wait, so what did what did you say when you went up next?
1: Well then I went I was in, I'm sure he went up and it was like I was the bachelor
0: in a nice suit. And he was like it was a, it was Saturday morning because we drove to <laughs> the motorcade two days before and he two days before and he was like in this blue blazer, like it was like for a president, it was like your jogger. Okay. You know, it was a very casual, no tie. You know, he was about to probably get on a plane to go to an event and see, I was in like in a nice suit, you know, it looked, it looked fresh and in the <laughs> nicest possible way. He's like, wow, you look really good. He also complimented me. So, okay. you know, and, and then that was him being the politician. He was again with everyone. He spent a few seconds, like really trying to have a conversation and connecting with who person he was meeting. So like, it was, it was impressive that way, but he was like, he wouldn't like shut up about how good he thought I looked in like in a complimentary way, almost like. Almost like he was like, hey, I usually look better than this. <laughs> <laughs> he Literally, he said that.
2: He, no, he didn't. Yes. So some could say he was hitting on you as well. I, some some I was going to say. Yeah. There you go. Yes. But he didn't say, whoa, well, Nick. He didn't say, whoa, oh, <laughs> oh, Nick. <laughs> uh, he just tossed his eyes at Natalie like, it's not just you. Anyway, so <laughs> fun
1: stuff. So there you have it. President Biden, breaking news, hitting on Natalie, Nick's fiance. Hey, look, I mean, I Yeah. You know, I'm sure he's flirting with everybody. That's what you do, right? Isn't that what you do when you become a grandpa? You just flirt with everybody? You know what I mean? Maybe not. I don't know. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, Biden's had mental decline. It's like, no shit. Of course he's had mental decline. You know, what is he, 80? Of course he's had mental decline. The way I see it, though, it's more like a processing decline. So... Whether or not it takes you three seconds or four seconds to answer someone's question isn't important to me. It's what you're doing with your policies. And again, I prefer if we didn't have a presidential race where we have two men totaling the age of 150 plus years old. You know what I mean? But that's seemingly what the world we're going to have out there. And I'll try to cover it as fairly as possible, whatever that means. Well, we've also got Donald J. Trump in the news. That's right. He suggests, according to TMZ, He'd deport Harry if he was elected. Look, I don't understand. We should be embracing Prince Harry. He left the monarchy to live in the U.S. of A. I mean, if this isn't a world you want to live in, we have a guy here with the crown jewels, leaves all the glitz and glory to live in the great state of California. I mean, we should be welcoming him with parades. Uh, but again, he is an immigrant, I guess is what you would call him. Donald Trump says he wouldn't throw Prince Harry an immigration lifeline if he was elected president again, suggesting he'd be left to fend for himself. The ex-president spoke with the Daily Express, a UK publication over the weekend, at the CPAC event in Maryland, and he made no no bones about the fact that he doesn't like the Duke of Sussex, Sussex and very clearly said Harry's immigration status might come under scrutiny. Don says, I wouldn't protect him. He betrayed the Queen. That's unforgivable. He would be on his own if it was down to me. And luckily, it's not. He finished this sentiment by slamming the Biden administration for what he characterizes as going easy on Harry as it pertains to this controversy. Guys, I'm pro Harry. I don't know about you. It it to me, it really seems like you can decide and learn what kind of um, fact based journalism people consume based on if they like Harry or not. I see Harry as a guy that I've grown up with. That's my age. That has had his own issues. You know, he has been soft, canceled in the past. I mean, gosh, he dressed up as a Nazi for Halloween. Part, you know, party boy kind of the guy, suicidal or at least suicidal ideations when he was younger and. He He's had a lot of struggles, of course. His mom, uh, you know, was tragically killed uh, after trying to run away from paparazzi. If I'm Harry and the worst thing that he's ever done is that he doesn't want to work for the, you know, for the royal family. And like, why do we have a royal family? Well, we do good. Well, you do good with colonies that you overtook. If I overtook colonies, I could put some statues up and do some good too. Um, what would be really again? I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to lose a lot of our, our British listeners here. But what would probably be really good if you're part of the royal family is to dissolve all of the colonies you do control and give them all. You know, a, a certain equitable amount of assets to you know learn and grow and survive on their own. But what do I know? Not too much. All right. I don't want the Brits c- to come against me. I never understood. Of the royal thing i never got it um it just seems like theater to me theater arts but either way i think harry's tried his best with the information he has all right so we do have that one more as promised i think we have that one more taylor swift story here um, about not only why their relationship would work but why as alphas they're both doing their best together what do you think the alpha is in this relationship is. I think um, she is letting him be the alpha. You know, you (laughs) always hear about women being criticized for emasculating the man. But no one gives us the credit when we purposely masculate our man. And oftentimes women consciously do that. And it's a really smart thing to do. And I think she does it. And I think he also really lifts her up.
0: Both of them are in the public eye, of course, but, they're in such unrelated fields that uh, if each of them stay passionate about what they're doing, they can both be alphas in their
1: own lane. Can you believe we're talking about this? Can we? Can you believe we're talking about who's a greater alpha, Taylor or Travis? I don't know. I guess I'm just as guilty for talking about it. Look, but they, they actually, you know, Phil's right here. Old Doc Phil is right here where he says, you know, they, they're they both doing great things. As long as they stay in their own lane, they can both be like at the top of their business and their their industries. But then again, look at, look at uh, Tom Brady and Giselle. You're trying to tell me, no offense to Travis Kelsey, Tom Brady is bigger than Travis Kelsey. Now, Now, if you want to have a conversation about Taylor Swift being bigger than Giselle, absolutely. Giselle is like the highest earning model of all time, but no offense to models. I think being a pop star is more dimensional than a model. No offense to models. I think there's a lot of dimension there. There's fashion design. There's all the other artistry that goes with it. But I think Taylor Swift is on a different level, a much bigger level than Giselle. So as far as power couples go, Taylor Swift, way bigger than Giselle. Tom Brady, way bigger than Travis. What does this all mean? I don't know. All I know is I've got the most alpha bachelor twice a day, YouTube uh, podcast channel, whatever the hell you want to call it. All right. I'm folding. Hey, it's a Monday. I got to get the, I got to get the swings back. All right, folks, I'm not going to delete any flubs here. What you see is what you get. What you hear is all I have. All right. So in other news, we have a Jane Doe update. It has been published. We have the uh, court hearing. It's 40 minutes. This is the, I'm sorry, not even a court hearing. This is a copy of the publicly available Superior Court of Arizona, Maricopa County proceedings for Clayton Eckerd v. Jane Doe, which took place February 21st. I'm going to share this a clip of this with you. Tomorrow morning on the YouTube, I'm going to play the full thing in its entirety. You can go watch it on YouTube. Uh, Schnitzel Ninja has it. You can go watch the full thing there, but I'll give my color commentary first thing in the morning. Uh, I'm going to play a clip for this next. Here's the moment during the proceedings where Jane Doe's lawyer argues why they shouldn't Give away all of her medical history.
2: The backlash that would occur. My client did send Mr. Eckert confirmation that she was pregnant. She sent him over H, the the results of her blood testing. Um, she has sent him over documents. I believe that the evidence will show that she was. By pregnant. the way,
1: did he, did he just then have a slip up? She sent him his, her HCG or whatever the hell it's called, hormones, which doesn't mean you're pregnant. It just means you have a lot of those hormones. It could mean you're pregnant, but I kind of feel like in this moment, let's play it one more time. It almost sounds like Jane Doe's lawyer has a slip up here. I don't know if anyone's called this. Have a listen.
2: The, the results of her blood testing, um, she has sent him over documents. I believe that the evidence will show that she.
1: Hold on. Let's just go back a second here. Here it is.
2: The backlash that would occur my client did send mr eckert confirmation that she was pregnant she sent him over h the the results of her blood testing
1: wow um, she has he cut himself off from saying hcg and then he said the results of her blood testing
2: sent him over documents i believe that the evidence will show that she was pregnant i believe that that will be clear once once everything is presented to the court Um, And I don't believe that it would be appropriate for her to have to disclose records dating back to January 1st of 2018 as the respondent is requesting addressing her anger management, substance abuse, domestic violence and additional things. This is a fishing expedition. This is what's covered under Como. The difference is we don't even have the situation under Como, Your Honor. We have a situation where there is no child. There are no best interests of a child to be considered. We have a situation where the respondent is on a fishing expedition. He's trying to pull things in and twist stories of of previous incidents against my client to make it seem like she's fabricating these allegations, when the reality is, and, and like I said, I believe the evidence will show this, my client was pregnant. She did have a miscarriage. She's no longer pregnant and I believe that the evidence will show that and, and so for those reasons we're asking the court not to allow this fishing expedition
1: they're calling it a fishing expedition which sounds like a lot of fun but clearly it's just going to be Woodnick uh, power attorney Isabel Rainey going through a whole bunch of medical reports I mean how many medical reports are there are there a dozen she provided a lot of lawyers she had her perinatologist her uh, yeah, I mean, whatever I'm not going to go through Dr. McCool Dr. Shibley there's a whole bunch of doctors out there basically she she basically provided the whole fucking cast of uh, Grey's Anatomy, you know what I mean? She's like uh, George Clooney from ER, we had him we had Dr. Patch Adams <laughs> <We> had... <laughs> she just like starts like showing different doctors from the movie. Dr. Jack from uh, Lost, remember him? He did spine work. Uh, what's another doctor we could pull on? Yeah, lots of famous Dr. Jack Kevorkian multiple Jack doctors here, so good luck, and then they're like, alright, we'll give you three days to do all your discovery. So Woodenic Law says, no, we're going to need some time here. I need time to get all of this information before I depose Jane Doe. Very complicated stuff out there. So we'll have to see. By the way, who's more of an alpha? Uh, uh, Lawyer Woodnick or lawyer Corey Keith? Okay. We just have that alpha talk like we did with Travis Kelsey here. Okay. So that's all your content. Again, we've got a lot coming up, a lot to get into with regard